You're listening to Back Into the Fire. Old school wrestling fans shooting on the greatest wrestling organization in the world, the National Wrestling Alliance. On this episode, we celebrate the return of the NWA with a preview of their upcoming pay-per-view event, Back for the Attack. Stay with us. Hey everybody, welcome to Back Into the Fire podcast here, talking smack about the National Wrestling Alliance. The NWA is back on track, folks back at it and we're going to be updating you on anything and everything that we have figured out about this upcoming pay-per-view uh joining me today is my co-host mr andy hayward greetings and we have a lot of news and very little news at the same time because we know there's going to be a restart but we don't know exactly what it's going to look like it's going to be on pay-per-view um, and we know a few of the names, but there's a lot that's sort of up in there. Yeah, for sure. You know, the last time we recorded a show was maybe early January. And uh, when I put that show to bed, I thought for sure that was probably going to be the last one we ever did. But, you know, here we are. I think we're probably the last uh, podcast that exclusively covers the National Wrestling Alliance that's that's left right now. So, but yeah, the NWA is back for the attack. They're using uh, another Dokken song there to kick it off. And we have a pay-per-view uh, a week from today. We're recording on a Sunday. Right. So, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because it seems like maybe a month ago we were talking about how we thought the NWA was pretty much down and out. And then the news popped up and and here we go. Um there are some <laughs> some praise uh, going the way of Billy Corgan and the NWA, but there are some complaints also aimed. So we're going to talk about all of that. Yeah, you know, Billy and and Nick Aldis they they said you know be patient. We'll we'll be back at some point, and I I guess they've delivered. But you're a, you're absolutely right. Probably the most controversial thing is they're starting off with a pay-per-view and there's there's no storyline, there's no lead-up, there's no build-up to this, and it's a $20 pay-per-view and you're kind of asking fans to take a leap of faith and jump into this thing. Yeah, it's like uh, like they're trying to, to – they're not starting off with any money, I should say. They're, they're sort of trying to do like the old territory shows and see what they collect at the gate. And I guess they're going to hope they get enough to keep this show running. Yeah. The way I'm looking at this show is this is a a donation or seed money, maybe to keep them Mm -hmm. up and going at this point. So there's also um, a small fee associated with watching the power episodes on fight. Is that what I understand? Yeah. So a couple of weeks ago, all their content, disappeared off of their YouTube channel. And uh, the explanation was that was that they had a sort of an exclusive deal with uh, a distributor. And then it turned out that the distributor was Fight TV. And I don't know if you ever if you remember, you know, back before all this, but you could always Mm -hmm. watch NWA Power uh, on Fight TV for free. So um, I'm not sure how how this is very different 
from that, except you're right. There is supposed to be a nominal fee now associated with uh, watching power on fight TV, which is a little bit of a, a bummer, to be honest. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what we'd have to pay. And I was looking at fight and it, there's nothing that says subscribe to this to watch NWA. There, There is like a a premium level for fight because, um, you know, a lot of content on fight, you can just get on there and watch for free. But apparently yeah. there are things that you have to do a subscription. And I think it was around, I want to say like $5 a month or something like that. I guess that's reasonable. Yeah, I, that's cheaper even than the uh, UWN content that we were getting last fall, I guess. Oh, yeah. We had to pay what, like, was it like 25 bucks for like three shows or something like that? I think it was a little less than that, but yeah, it was less. for about three or four weeks of stuff for UWN. But I mean, you know, you can get on hmm. Fight TV and watch Ring of Honor for free, so... Right. You know, but if this is the way the NWA has to to handle their return, you know, they, you know, it's, you know, I hate, to, I hate to fall into the cliche of extraordinary times because that's what everybody says these days. But yeah, I mean, if, if the fans will pay for it and if that's what it takes to bring it back, then I guess I can chip into that. Uh, I'm excited about it. I just, um, I don't know. Part of me is, is, understanding of the whole process of trying to present content um and, and you know find a way to pay for it and all i know it was difficult being off during covid but but i also understand that people are complaining they kind of feel like well we supported this show so much and now they're asking for more i mean i particularly some of those people who paid 50 dollars a month or whatever to be Part of that town hall business was, uh, I don't know, I'd, I'd be feeling a certain way if they kept asking me for more money. You know, well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're talking about the the Patreon page, and I'm, I'm glad they're not pushing that Patreon thing anymore because I, I really didn't like that. Uh, I'm happy to give Fight TV some money. You know, I mean, they're they're a network mm -hmm. of sorts. They they're distributing the product, um, right? But again, you know, if you've been used to getting this for free on YouTube, it's um, I mean, it's annoying. It's not that it's yeah. the, the high price of it. I mean, twenty dollars for the pay-per-view is uh, is reasonable considering what, you know, AEW charges for theirs, I guess. But, yeah, it's like 50 you know, bucks or something. You know, but again, we're talking about a pay-per-view that was announced completely out of the blue. And um, in some ways, I think what's interesting about what the what uh, NWA is doing here is that we don't really know what they're going to do. So this this whole thing is kind of unpredictable. And and maybe that's what makes it more interesting is that we don't know who they're bringing in. They, they've been pretty, pretty tight lipped about that. We don't know what the roster is going to look like or who, who they really even have. So right. it's a bit of a, a novelty, I think, right now. Yeah, I mean, we we, we definitely know Nick Aldis. We know um, Tim Storm. Yeah. I think it's going to be back from what I've heard. At least he's still associated with it. Uh, we definitely know um, Aaron Stevens will be back. Right. And then uh, I'm guessing Latimer, Camille will be there. I don't know if they'll be on this pay-per-view. I haven't seen anything. Uh, yeah, there really hasn't been a, a lot of information. And, you know, I guess before we, we get too far into the weeds on this thing, 
we have we we have to mention that you know they they've had a death on their roster. You know, Josephus passed away. Yeah. Uh, Joe Joe Hudson, I believe, was his name. Mm-hmm. Right, which came as a a complete shock to me because we had just had the Brody Lee death, which was strange. Yeah. I feel really bad, really bad for him because apparently he was a big behind the scenes guy. I mean, let's face it, he was the question mark. Right. They didn't they didn't use a lot of Josephus, his normal character, but apparently he did a lot of editing and 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 helped out behind the scenes a lot. So that's a huge loss for them, you know, and the uh the promotion, I think. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna hurt. It's a shame. You know, it, it's almost too big of a coincidence. We have both of these wrestlers die, both of them, I think, around 40, 41. Um, yeah. Both of them with families, kids, and both of them with some sort of just unexpected, quick, like, illness just pop up. You know, I, I wonder if Josephus had been sick for a while because you might remember on UWN when mm-hmm. the question mark appeared on UWN yeah. uh, late last fall, it was not Josephus. It was uh, that Kratos guy. So uh, I just wonder if he had been under the weather. There hasn't been, you know, any information released about what happened to him. You know, both he and Brody Lee were like, cult leaders of sorts, which was kind of a strange yeah, coincidence. True. You know, so <laughs> I thought about Josephus a lot after he passed away. I even told my wife, I said, you know, we were right there in Atlanta uh-huh. and we stood right beside him and we saw the That's right. his chest where he'd been chopped and you know, his chest was all red and everything. And yeah. I thought, you know, I was standing right there by that guy and I can't believe he passed away. But and he's gone. It's, it's hard though, for sure. Yeah, I, I heard that and I was like, how many more blows can the can the NWA absorb, you know, it's just, yeah, I don't know. They've pretty much been gutted by, um, well, by wrestlers moving on to different, you know, opportunities mainly. Yeah, and the great thing is, I guess if there is a, a bright side to it is most of these folks have gone on, uh, and they've improved their positions greatly in the wrestling community. I'm thinking about Ricky Starks, Colt Cabana here, uh, Eddie Kingston. I mean, those three right. guys have gone over to AEW, and I mean, they're superstars now. Yeah, they're getting paid for sure. <sighs> yeah, I, I, one of the things I'm just afraid of is that I'm going to watch this pay-per-view and I'm just going to see a product there that I don't recognize. I agree. And it's just that I just don't enjoy, and and that'll be it, you know? I mean, yeah, I, I agree 100%. It's got to be, it's going to be different. Um, I hope somehow they can sort of maintain that same level of, I guess, authenticity or whatever that we enjoyed from the original startup. And they've always sort of walked a fine line with that, with it being authentic to the original NWA and mm-hmm. still being relevant in today's wrestling world. And, right. you know, I don't think they were always necessarily successful at that, but, uh, you know, they did, they did a lot of things right. And they were doing a lot of things that, that were going to propel them into, into a higher level. Certainly like, you know, I think we've mentioned it a dozen times on here, but that, that Crockett cup event that was planned uh-huh. for, you know, about a year, a year and a couple months ago, that thing was, was going to be their coming out party, I think. But, uh, hopefully see, we'll get uh, back. all this and Marty Skrull and yeah, it, you know, and so much has changed now. I mean, like so many of these wrestlers, like Marty Skrull, for instance, 
you know, he's not even in the business anymore. He's irrelevant so. at this point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know yeah. how he repairs his image. I don't know if he ever can. I, I don't know that he ever will uh, come back the, the, into that position of prominence that he had. But yeah, so, but I'm like you, I do agree. It's, uh, this could be a, this could be a, this could be a disaster for them, uh, or it could be really, really good. It's, it's so mm-hmm. hard to tell because we just don't really know a lot right now, but. I, what I'm hoping is that it's not just going to be UWN part two. You know, I'm hoping it will be a uniquely NWA experience. Problem is, I don't know, and you may have heard something differently. I don't know that there's going to be any audience. I don't think there will be. Yeah, I think it will be an empty yeah. arena. Yeah. I, I I did read somewhere they were planning to record at uh, in Georgia again, which is a, right. a great start. But you know how the crowd is, is such a big part of that. Oh yeah, we often talked about how you could hear the crowd better than you could hear the announcers. Of course, that was uh, yeah. The, the poor, crowd was almost was almost a, a detriment in some cases. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, but I would rather have that than have utter silence because there's something so oh, awkward about watching yeah. a, a wrestling match in silence. I mean, good grief. And I hope they don't try to pipe fake crowd noise. I don't think they'll do anything like that. No, I, I I feel like I read something that Billy said they weren't planning to do the fake crowd noise. But, um, yeah, you know, who knows? Maybe in two or three months from now, as things reopen and uh, and, you know, the, the pandemic sort of starts fading away, hopefully maybe we can get back to, you know, live house shows again. I mean, that's that yes. would be that would be probably the optimal uh case if that would happen yeah I, I certainly see it happening probably sooner rather than later i don't i can't imagine another fall sports season going by with with no or diminished crowds as a matter of fact i saw that um aw shows being advertised um starting late march they're gonna, supposedly they're going to be on the road again oh wow and uh you can buy tickets so okay I think if it's done properly and everybody's socially distanced and masked and so forth and so on, that shouldn't be a problem, especially as, you know, the vaccine becomes more and more available and uh, mm-hmm. and this thing starts blowing over. But, I mean, if the NWA could get back to those house shows again, I mean, we'd be back in business for sure. Let's just look at the pay-per-view because that's really the only thing we have to definite in front of us right now. Yeah. That we know anything about. They just announced, as a matter of fact, today, I believe, they announced two matches. The main event is going to be Nick Aldis defending against Aaron Stevens, mm, which is kind yeah. of a surprise. Yeah, that's a that sounds like a weird match to me. Yeah, but the reason it was explained they're doing is because, you know, Stevens was question marks partner, so they kind of wanted to honor him by having his partner in the main event. So, yeah. Um, so that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Billy Corgan put out a video today that was on, I guess, Facebook. That's where I saw it. Mm-hmm. And he, he was he did a little voiceover sort of explaining what they were trying to do with that. And uh, I think that's a great gesture. But I mean, is that main event material? I, I mean, what I hope is that we see Aaron Stevens the wrestler come out, not Aaron Stevens, the gimmick. You know what I mean? I don't know. Did you, did you see Aaron Stevens Twitter today? No, I'd never look at Twitter. Hardly. I, I rely on you for Twitter. He said something 
Uh, I'll just read it to you. I'm not even try to paraphrase in here. Well, I, I know the, f- the response on Facebook has been interesting to, to a lot of this stuff. And uh, a lot of people thought this was a great match. And a lot of people thought that it was a weird decision to to do this particular match. So, I mean, I think it's good. I mean, we, we've certainly never seen Nick Aldis and Aaron Stevens uh have any kind of confrontation that I can recall, at least. I can't remember. But, you know, but is he going to come out as Aaron Stevens karate champ or Aaron Stevens pro wrestler, which I hope it will well, be here's the latter. The, here's though. a tweet. Let me read okay. the tweet. This is from uh, Aaron's thoughts, at Aaron's thoughts on Twitter. He says, I'm known for portraying characters at NWA back for the attack. For the first time, it will be just me, no characters, no frills. Oh, okay. Just, just Nick Aldis and I for the ten pounds of gold. Well, I mean that could be a very good match in that case because uh, mm-hmm. you know Aaron Stevens. If you look past the gimmicks, I mean he's an athletic guy. He's he's a big guy. Yep. Uh, I think he could certainly put up a good match with um, with Nick Aldis in that case. I'm, I'm that kind of makes me more excited now that I've heard that. So, yeah, I mean, it looks like it's it's uh, promising to be a good match. Well, yeah, we'll see. You know, it's it, but uh, like, who else would Nick Aldis be facing? I mean, we haven't heard about that they can actually get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just haven't really heard about them working with anybody. So that that makes sense in some ways. It really does. We have the main event, and then we have uh, four way. By the way, I hate four way matches. Yeah, I don't like those either. But that's what we got. And uh, it's like the who's new four-way almost. It's like all the new guys. Uh, you're talking about Jax Dane uh, versus Slice Boogie versus yep. Jordan Clearwater versus Crimson. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, Jax Dane and Crimson have some NWA history for sure. You know, they were tag team partners at NWA 70. And uh, right. uh, Jax Dane held the, the world championship before Tim Storm got it. So, you know, because that's who Tim Storm won it from before Nick Aldis got it. Uh, so those guys have some history. And a slice boogie in Jordan Clearwater, I think Clearwater had some had some momentum from his work in UWN and maybe yeah. slice boogie as well. I, I don't remember him right. as much as, as I do from Jordan Clearwater. Yeah, I vaguely remember Slice in a UWN match. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's all we have. I mean, honestly, I, I think they've promised that, um, gosh, who else have they even mentioned being part of the pay-per-view? It seems like Thunder Rosa was in one of the promos, but they haven't mentioned her actually wrestling. Yeah, who is she, who would she be wrestling exactly, I wonder? Well, they've they've been promoting this Chris Adonis guy. Chris Adonis. Chris Adonis was he. Huh. People know him, I think, better by Chris Masters, and uh, mm-hmm. he was in WWE and uh, TNA and Impact. He's been around the block. I mean, I think he's about thirty eight years old, so he he's not like a, f- a fresh face here. I remember the name Chris Masters. Of course, I wasn't really. Paying any attention to wrestling in the early 2000s, but I I do remember the name. That's all I really remember about him, though. They've announced another guy, and I have not heard of this guy, but his name is Tyrus. 
And he's a bit of a controversial hire because apparently he was a commentator on Fox News. He had his own show and there was a lawsuit with him involving some sort of sexual harassment of his co-host on Fox News. I don't know anything about this guy. Do you know anything about him? Uh, Formerly Brodus Clay, I believe. Yeah, that that sounds right. From the WWE. Huh. I remember that name, but I don't remember anything about him. Uh, big, he's a big, he's a big dude. Um, apparently he's got some PA, um, talent if he was on a news network doing a show. Not, I mean, he, definitely there's some controversy there because again, I, I yeah, for, I, if, again, I was looking at the Facebook comments and that particular posting they made had more comments than anything they'd, they'd put up there recently. And, um, it was a combination of people saying, you know, this is a big mistake to, yeah, to, you know, you know, stop being such a snowflake and let the man, you know, wrestle that kind of thing. So I don't know anything about him. I mean, I'll, you know, see what he has to offer for sure, though. Well, love him or hate him. Um, I don't think if Lagana was still part of this, I don't think you'd have somebody like, um, Tyrus coming in because if you recall, it was Lagana, I believe, who, at least was a big part of making the decision to let Jim Cornette go after an off-color, what some people would deem an offensive joke. You know, uh, besides all that, you know, Dave Lagana, the reason they let him go is because of this very bizarre yeah, that, uh, sexual uh, harassment case. Yeah. So, I mean, back during that whole uh, uh, Me Too movement that came up this past summer, right. he, he was caught in that along with people like Marty Skrull and couple other Joey names. Ryan, right? Yeah, a couple biggest, other people you've heard of, yeah. Why bring in a problematic person like this? He's got lawsuits or whatnot. Um, I don't know. It looks like the guy that they've hired to sort of be the, the new Dave Lagana is this guy by the name of uh, Pat Kenny, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Simon Diamond, and he's sort of in charge <laughs> of the talent relations now, so... It looks like he was he most recently uh, was on Impact and he was on ECW back in the day. But, you know, it's a lot of Impact people. And I guess that's because Billy Corgan had a relationship with Impact Wrestling uh, some years ago, it would seem. Yeah, you know, uh, I I guess I trust Billy Corgan's wrestling judgment. I mean, he's been in the business, but. I don't know. Did you hear his last uh, Smashing Pumpkins album? That was definitely (laughs) questionable. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I fortunately didn't listen to that. No, I, I think he's a wrestling fan, and I think he knows what he's doing. I, and I think he's he's not like the Tony Khan wrestling fan. He, I think Billy Corgan may have a little bit more of a an eye toward the past on a lot of this stuff. So, <laughs> you know, I, I always felt like uh, NWA Power was a very measured and um, and thoughtfully created product like they they had every right. little thing calculated in that and yeah. uh and so i th- i think he'll do okay with it but i don't know i feel like they need some star power you know and, and they're just kind of coming in i think with, so yeah with a lot of these kind of indie people that have been out of the business for a couple years now and i i don't know i mean it's good they're getting jobs maybe well i don't know you just hope they can catch lightning in a bottle twice because look at the look at the um kind of the stars that were propelled out of the first run. I mean, like, yeah, we were t- talking earlier about Ricky Starks and Eddie Kingston and Thunder Rosa. I mean, 
Yeah, clearly Billy had some sort of vision there because all these people went on to become some of the best talent that AEW certainly has. So, right. Uh, so he, he knew what he was doing when he had those people, whether he used them worth a damn still remains to be, to be seen. But, uh, but he certainly picked some good folks. That's for sure. Yes, he did, but we will see how it picks up in the future. I, I mean, I'm hopeful, but I'm not, overly optimistic if that makes any sense yeah i mean i'm cautiously optimistic on this stuff i'm definitely uh starting to feel the hype a little bit now that we're getting closer to the to the pay-per-view i I think it's interesting if you look at the current roster and it's not very deep right but you know here's where things stand you know nick aldis has been the champion for according to wikipedia 875 plus days. That's a long time to hold a belt. Yeah. The women's champion is uh, Serena Deeb, who is an AEW talent. And she's, I believe, just had some surgery. So she's not even wrestling right now. Oh, did she? Yeah. Okay. That's why we haven't seen her. Uh, The TV champion is Elijah Burke. He won that from Zicky Dice uh, some months back. And Zicky Dice is no longer. Haven't heard anything from him. No, he's no longer part of the NWA. Zicky isn't. The tag team champs are, are Aaron Stevens and J.R. Kratos. And Trevor Murdoch is the uh, national champion. And, and that's really where things stand right now. I mean, I would love to see who they're planning to to add to this. I mean, I don't know what the mm-hmm. ladies division looks like, but God, I'll tell you somebody, I much. wish they would... I wish they would get Priscilla Kelly on their roster. I, I really like her oh, a yeah. lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, who wouldn't like her to be on there? I, I guess she's... She out on the West Coast? Is that where she lives? Probably. I, I feel like she's uh she's from from Atlanta. Honestly, I believe oh, they really? said she is was she? Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I know some, you never know. Yeah, I mean, some folks some folks were saying they wish they would you know get Heather Monroe on there, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and some of those other ladies from the UWN. That's West Coast right. stuff. But but uh, I I really like Priscilla Kelly. I mean, I I thought she that match that she had with uh, Thunder Rosa a couple months back was. One of the best uh, ladies matches I think I've ever seen for sure. Mm-hmm. Ashley Box, I don't know. She's um, she's been jobbing she's been on, on AEW, AEW Dark a few times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ladies on AEW uh, that get used on the dark show that, that we've seen. Yeah, that could easily come over for sure. The Burn Book uh, talent. Oh you yeah, remember um, her name. I Danny know. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. I believe the other uh, the other. Um, person off the uh gosh circle squared what was the what was the woman's name uh freya the slayer freya the slayer wasn't she on aew once? she had a, a match on aew dark you're yeah. right yep um i mean if you there's a lot of ladies on that are on aew dark that they could and, and guys too i think that they could snap up i yeah. don't you know i think they're probably all a little green but you know well Everybody on AEW seems to be a little green or a little old. So yeah, you matter? got that right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, but I think that's how they were looking at developing the NWA was was getting young talent in. That's what they had their Circle Squared show right for. So I think that's the way they're going to have to build build is using yeah you know. I mean, they could some of those guys like they had the Hawks Airy that was on Circle Squared. I mean, they could get mm-hmm. those guys back on there. They were pretty dynamic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, they were a little into some of that flippy kind of gymnastic stuff. But, uh, right. you know, 
I, what I do wonder, do you think they'll have any collaborations with Ring of Honor, perhaps? I haven't heard anything in that direction. I mean, the way that you've seen NWA talent leaving or being borrowed by AEW, would there ever be a chance that an AEW talent might cross over? I don't know. I mean, it it seems like if you're in AEW, you've sort of, you know, become a made man over there. So I don't know why you would leave unless they kicked you out. Yeah. Uh, But, but yeah, if they could borrow some talent, that's a, yeah, you're right about that. I mean, you know, they had been collaborating with ring of honor. uh, Yeah, they had been. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if ring of honor would, would benefit at all. Uh, you know, Ring of Honor's had a slow comeback. Honestly, they uh, yeah they, they came back with some of those great uh, pure matches, which were really entertaining, and and they they have their weekly show again. But it's definitely not quite the same as it used to be. So oh no no not without a, you know a crowd and everything there. Um, and they only have a what usually like two matches per episode, right? That's and, it. Yeah, they've yeah, pretty much that's been it. continuing that formula. It, yeah, they don't have as many matches, and there's no crowds, and uh, I mean they're they're solid matches, but but you know you are missing that component though, like where where they would travel and go to different locations, you know, and that's every wrestling promotion now, I guess. So I don't know what else is there to talk about. Well, uh, the um, video games. <laughs> uh, did you uh, buy that game? You never mentioned it. Yeah. Okay. So. I had been for more than a year waiting for Retromania Pro Wrestling, the video game, to come out. And um, this, I think I heard about this game maybe back way back in 2019, and it was delayed. It was mm. supposed to come out this past summer, and uh, it finally came out at the end of February. And uh, you might remember they used to advertise this game on NWA Power because mm-hmm. Nick Aldis and Colt Cabana are – are are in this thing, you know, so uh in this game and uh All the, the weird NWA commercials that would show up. Yeah. Uh the the uh, NWA arena is in the game and there's a 10 pounds of gold mode where you face off with Nick Aldis. Mm-hmm. And it finally came out at the end of February and uh you know, it's a lot of fun. I have it and uh I played it a little bit and um you know, Nick Aldis is not my favorite character to play in the game. To be honest, I like playing as one of the Road Warriors, but uh, I mean, who wouldn't, oh, yeah. right? So, <laughs> yeah, you know, man. it's a lot of fun. It's a sequel to this old uh, WWF based game called Re- I think it was called WrestleFest. Uh, it was an arcade okay. game, and and the developer just made this thing out of a, a labor of love, really. And he's been very responsive to people asking for changes, and it really is a lot of fun. I, I wish there was some way we could uh, we could play it, you know, together or something online. It'd be, oh, yeah, it'd be a yeah. lot, be a hoot, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when they first released it, Colt Cabana was doing like a Twitch stream, and he was you know playing his own character in it, and he didn't know what he was doing, and <laughs> so it's just kind of fun to watch. It's amazing how many of these wrestlers are on Twitch. Or whatnot. It seems like I don't know about you know, like NWA talent or anything. I know like half the WWE talent. Yeah, seems like they spend more time on video games than uh, <laughs> than they do wrestling. But Kip Sabian, uh, Miro, I guess. Oh gosh. 
I don't know. I actually set up a Twitch uh, thinking that I might stream that. And then I just uh, kind of chickened out. So yeah. it's, re- it's uh, I mean, I feel like I'm too old for that crap. You know, I, I like to play the game. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it is a, it is fun. It's it's fun being able to to play as Nick Aldis or play in the you know, NWA arena, put together like a right. fantasy match or whatever. It, it's a fun little game. I mean, I think it was 20 bucks and um, it's certainly worth more than 20 bucks, I think. So they did a good job okay. putting that together. Good. Yeah, the I'll announcer it in it is uh, Ian Riccoboni from Ring of Honor. Ah, perfect. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool, actually. I'm trying to think what other little connections there are. There's a, some old guys in there, like Austin Idol is in there. You can play as Austin <laughs> Idol. Austin Idol. So yeah. ran- it's so random that Austin Idol, you know. Uh, War Horse is in there. Um, <laughs> uh, both of the Road Warriors are in there. So uh, it, it's fun. It's actually a little bit of fun. That's great. Talking about NWA and the direction of the company, do you sense that there's any sort of backlash about Nick Aldis holding the title for as many years now as he's held it? Because I feel like there's beginning to be some backlash on that. Who do you sense backlash from the fans or from other wrestlers or what? Yeah, backlash from the fans mostly that are just kind of, they want, for whatever reason, they just want him to drop that title and, and move on to something else. And, uh, you know, as as he, you know, Nick Aldis being like one of the executives of what is, what's their management company called? Like Thunder Entertainment or something like Thunder Promotions yeah, something or something like, like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's, he's like, he and Billy Corgan are almost like, you know, like mutual partners in this thing. So I, I feel like some fans think he's being a little greedy at this point. If somebody's going to beat him, have it be somebody who is legitimate. I mean, right now, besides all this, who, who would, who could legitimately be considered champion material, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, because we haven't been re- for all we know, he could have, they could have been planning to let Marty Skrull get that title. Right. A year ago. I was ago. kind of thinking they were, honestly, I think. I mean, but, you know, for sure, he's not going to drop the title in some parking lot match in, you know, some, you know, eastern Tennessee town. You know what I mean? Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen. So, yeah, who, I mean, besides all this, who's going to be like the, the anti all this? I mean... I I don't see them letting Aaron having Aaron Stevens win the win the title. Do you? Uh, I don't think so. I I don't believe so. That would be pretty bizarre if if that did happen. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what what's it going to take. I mean, they they have to build a roster, and, and yeah. I mean, maybe maybe that's what the pay per view will provide us with some options, with some answers. Yeah. I mean, I'm almost certain that at the end of the pay per view, they'll trot out somebody just like they did when they brought out Marty Skrull or when they brought out Scott Steiner, mm-hmm. uh, there'll be some little, you know, one more thing at the end of the pay-per-view and, <laughs> and maybe a, a storyline will reveal itself. That's what I'm hoping for. At least. It will be incredible is to somehow have all this face Cody Rhodes again, but I, you know, yeah, I, I don't see that happening unless all this goes to a AEW event. I don't see Cody Rhodes appearing on anything NWA. I mean, it seems like there were ample opportunities for him to make an appearance on AEW during the summer or fall if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. 
but you know he you know he never did i mean but that's how we got eddie kingston and uh and thunder rosa and and ricky starks over there so yeah i don't know it, it'll be interesting i i think it will be really interesting but you know we're just everything's speculative at this point i mean th- it feels like to me they've been pretty close with their information we don't even know what the card looks <laughs> I wonder like because really. they're not sure what they're gonna do yet or wonder if it's <laughs> just trying to build some suspense or something i don't know most wrestling shows they they want the the fans to know who's going to be wrestling so i kind of a little bit nervous about about that to be honest with you well you know most wrestling shows don't just appear out of nowhere and say oh yeah by the way we have a pay-per-view coming up in the less <laughs> than a month true. and uh we're not really going to tell you anything about it. So, but that's what they've <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah, that's 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 not the greatest way of advertising, I don't think. Uh, but at the same time, there's a there's a spectacle to that though. You know, it's um you know, you want to see it to see just exactly what they're planning to do. Yeah. I guess. Well, well there is one thing that we know that the fans should be very happy about and uh and that is I think Billy or oh, was it Nick Aldis? I believe on Twitter said that uh, they would be using "Into the Fire" by Dokken as their theme music again. Oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, all those commenters that have been complaining about that, uh, they're you know they did that for them. Hopefully, I look forward to Power coming back, so we'll have some storylines uh, developing again and some. Mm-hmm. Some factions and stables and you know we pick up where we left off with strictly business if there even is strictly business still and strictly business it'll be a very different look so it will be. you know hopefully there will be so there's a, still an opportunity to get one of those jackets oh yeah i still want that jacket <laughs> well folks that'll just about do it for this episode of back into the fire um thanks for joining us as we've Taking a look back and a look forward to the restart of NWA. And uh, we will be back as soon as this pay-per-view wraps up to record another episode and talk about the results and um, talk about the uh, the next Power episode, which I guess will be the following week. So the pay-per-view is um, the 21st, followed by the 23rd, I believe, for the restart of Power. Is that correct? Oh, wow. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So... We're staring at both of those, so we'll be back to to talk about NWA Wrestling, and uh, we appreciate you guys joining us, uh, and have a good morning, afternoon, evening. See you. Back into the Fire is produced by Joe Till and me, Andy Hayworth. If you enjoyed the show, give us a nice review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Back Into the Fire or email us at backintothefirepod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.